Hello, everybody. Hello. My name is Shannon. I'm Alyssa. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag, Hashtag Judging You. you. Uh, today, this week, today, we didn't communicate at all. No. And so we are bringing two opposite things <laughs> to the table, and I am excited about it. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. It will. It's the same. Yeah. It's Reddit. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. But and it's us judging people, so what does it matter? Yeah, so I'll say. But I looked up today. I fucked up stories, and I do that my really assholes. Yeah, so. and so we'll just go back yeah. and forth. I next, guess. next week I'll have a movie. Oh, you're good. I you will have a movie. So I almost I wanted to do one for this week because it's coming out the first Sunday after Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. so like that's Christmas, uh-huh. you know. And then I just I also did not. Yeah, watch one. Alyssa's so. been depressed for like two weeks, so. <laughs> and also sick off your ass. And sick off my ass. So yeah. it's um, fair. So that's fun. Yeah. All right, let's get this party started. Okay, all right. Um, so I'm going to start off with my Am I the Asshole? Okay. So I will also occasionally start, like, I once in a while will lose my voice. Like, it does, like, a weird, like, uh, like a puberty crack. So I don't know. <laughs> like, it's like, a pubescent teenage yeah. boy. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'm like, I've been talking normal, and then it's just like, crack out of nowhere. Like, so, like, good. Yep. That'll be fun. So, anyway, okay. Am I the asshole for requiring a cash deposit to come to Thanksgiving dinner and uninviting my sister and her husband because they refuse to pay it? Cash deposit. Right? So, she refers to Thanksgiving as TG, so I'm just going to kind of keep reading it as that. So, uh, I'm going to be vague because I don't want to turn this into a political debate because it's not one. I'm hosting TG this year, and everyone is excited. My house is in a warm location near beaches, so everyone in the family is excited to get out of the cold and dig their toes into sand. My family is large, and as expected, we all fall under different parts of the political spectrum. We might not agree with each other on some issues, but we treat each other with respect and love. That is, except for my sister Carrie and her husband Bob. They strongly believe in their politics and view everyone who doesn't agree with them as being wrong and need to be taught to be corrected. Okay. Even family members who are in the same political party are wrong if they're not 100% or not in 100% agreement on every issue. Every get together turns into a heated debate with them on one side against everyone else, even with people who vote as they do. Frankly, it's exhausting and life draining just to be in the same room with them. To head off any political debate this year, I included uh, in the invitation email a ban on political discussions and a request for a monetary deposit of $500. I picked this amount because everyone can afford it, but I wanted it to be a painful <laughs> loss if they lose it. Jeez. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. Wow. I stated that this money will be returned at the end of the night if politics were not discussed. Whoever brings up politics will lose their deposit. Everyone agreed and sent me the money except for Carrie and Bob. They replied that this was stupid and they don't have to pay a deposit to come to a family gathering. I answered, since it's my house, it's my rules. Uh, We went back and forth until I got tired of it and uninvited them. I'm here because they have children who will be affected by my decision and my parents are trying to talk me out of it. They want to see all of their grandkids and they think it's cruel to prevent Carrie from coming. They even offered to cover Carrie's deposit, but I firmly told them no. Am I the asshole for requiring a deposit? If it were me, I think I just would have not invited them in the first place. Right. But if you didn't invite them, like, because you still want the grandkids to come. I know, but if they're always causing problems, mm -hmm. like, I don't know, the deposit thing does seem kind of weird to me. Like, if someone in my family or in Tony's family said that, I'd be like... No. I, I probably just wouldn't go. But <laughs> no. at the same time, I also think that's hilarious that the rest of the family was like, sure, yeah, yeah we'll do whatever to get them to shut up. Like, yeah. And then they so, don't. Yep. And I'm like, clearly it's because they want to sit there and bitch at people. So, yeah. like, that's what it is. They know they would lose it. So. Yeah, I don't think she's an asshole. I just think it's a weird way to go about right? it, I guess. And it does suck about the grandkids. But, like, if the parents are acting like children, what are you going to do? Exactly. It's like, 
Okay. Mm. Sad. <laughs> People are stupid. Right? Okay. Okay. Today I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Today I fucked up because I told my best friend that my fiance is pregnant with twins and I want to name one of them after him. First of all, I, 23 male, and my fiance, 23 female, have been together for four years. Six months ago, we got engaged, but have decided we want to wait a few years to get married. We knew we wanted children, but weren't concerned about when that would happen. About two weeks ago, we found out that she's pregnant with twins. I am so excited, and I have had such a hard time holding it in. My fiance only told her parents and very close friends, but told me I can only tell my parents and siblings. I don't think that's really fair, but I love her, and I just said okay. Today, I hung out with my best friend of 10 years, and I couldn't help but tell him about us having twins. I knew my fiance would freak if she found out, so I was nervous to tell him. Since I have had him by my side for so long, I have always known that I wanted to name a child after him. When I went home, I came clean with my fiance, and I told her what I had said. She got so furious, I thought she was about to kick me out and become a single mom. When I mentioned wanting to name one of the twins after my friend, she said I had to stay in the guest room tonight. (laughs) Just now, um, as I was about to write this, she came into the room and told me that my friend already knew because they're his brother's kids. So now I don't know what to do. My fiance cheated on me with my best friend's brother. I am so pissed and shocked. Now I know why she didn't want me telling my friend because he knew that she had cheated on me with his brother before and that as soon as he found out she was pregnant, he would get suspicious. And she's always been nice to my friend, but always was a little off around me. I guess that's so he wouldn't tell me the truth about her and his brother. I was really excited about having kids. She won't stop crying and begging me to stay and telling me how sorry she is. I don't know what to do. Does anyone have suggestions? Where's Carol the snake for this? Right? Because, like, friend, best person. friend yeah. of 10 years didn't tell you. I would have immediately, immediately, if I, for a second, for a second thought Tony was cheating on you, I'd tell you right you. fucking Same. Same. Right? Like, I would have been like, oh my gosh, bitch, you would not believe this, <laughs> this son of a bitch over here. Like, I would also, like, everything in my power, taking photos, doing whatever mm-hmm. I had to, like, to prove. Yep. I just, yeah. oh my gosh. I, yeah. don't, I don't understand that. I loved how your jaw dropped, though. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those Shock. things where I was like, okay, I can see her Where's being a little going? upset. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Or especially if she was like, no, we already had names for the baby. You can't tell your friend we're naming a baby after him when we already had names or yeah. something. like. Or like, uh, how you can't make that decision without me. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, but, my uh, gosh. I would have immediately just been like, okay, well, you and your pregnant little ass can get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, like, go be with him. Go Thank get out. Thank you very much. Yep, because I'm not. Like, no. Just, no. And I would be mad at my friend, I would be so too. mad at my friend. Like, like uh, why, buddy? The friend probably didn't want to hurt him. Well, like, maybe... It was going to come out eventually. I know. Did he, like, definitely know, or did he just have a suspicion? I think he knew. I think it sounded like he knew. Like he knew. Because yeah. like, if it was just a suspicion, like, that could definitely be, like, a, I don't want to, like, put ideas in his head yeah. that might not be there, you know, like... No, I think he knew, and then the suspicious part was that he would be suspicious that the baby wasn't the guy's, it was his brother's. Because he knows that they are cheating. I would. Well, I, you need to tell bad friend. Yeah. Bad friend. Tell your friends when they're being friends cheated on. Of friends ten years and you don't tell them that. I would have friends of like six months that I would be like, hey, hey, Guess they're what? cheating on you. Yeah. Like, I know, right? Oh, it makes me mad for so you. Fuck up, buddy. Everyone else in your life did. <laughs> right. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my kid's teacher to stop fishing for information that's none of her business? Oh boy. I'm raising an eight-year-old boy who is technically my nephew, though we are not biologically related. It's a complicated story. He's been with me since he was five and calls me Uncle Mike. 
His teacher, Miss L, has been complaining about his behavior. I asked for examples and then asked her if the other boys in her class display the same behavior because it sounded like typical third grade boy behavior. Example, and not paying attention, talking too much, mm-hmm. right? Which is something that totally different story that we need to talk about in a minute. Anyway, okay. um, we really weren't making any progress until she asked me about Aiden's home life. I thought she was asking about his sleeping habits. She said, well, about his parents. I asked her if this whole thing was an excuse to dig for personal information, and if it was, then she was a sorry excuse for a teacher and a human being. She was taken aback at my comment and said she didn't know if there was something she should know about. I told her if she has something to say, then say it. Don't waste my time by asking to meet me under false pretenses just so she can fish out why I'm raising my nephew. It's none of her business. She said she'd uh, try again when I was not so emotional, and I said try again when you're not so nosy. Today she apologized for everything and said that there was um, no excuse for knowing things that she didn't need to know. She said she wanted to start over. I think she expected me to apologize, and I didn't. I told her I don't hold grudges, and apology accepted. My brother and his partner adopted Aiden at birth. Both of them are away for a very long time. I wasn't going to let Aiden go into foster care, so I took him in. He's doing quite well. They're away. Uh, I'm guessing jail. Yeah. Yeah, so probably. Like, if they're away for years, it's jail. (laughs) It's prison. Yeah. So. Okay, first of all, (laughs) I side with the teacher. Oh, yeah. Only because I know that, like, when kids are in foster care or when they're living with their family, it affects everything. Oh, yeah. Everything. Mm -hmm. And so the teachers, like, we love when teachers are involved because they know what's going on at home. They Mm -hmm. know what's going on in therapy, kind of. You know, like, and so it, like gives them an idea as to why they're acting this way and how they can help them. Mm -hmm. So, yes, knowing about his home life or his parental situation or whatever is going to help her. I miss the days when it was parents having teachers' backs on things, Mm -hmm. you know? There's so many parents now that are just like, not my child, not my precious little baby little thing. (laughs) Like, I hate snotty kids so much, like, so much. But, like... And I worked at an elementary school, and we had so many great kids, mm-hmm. and they would have, like, a couple of days where they were, like, misbehaving or something, and so the teacher would call home and be like, hey, is everything okay? Like, is, you know, and the parents would be like, don't worry about it. That's my kid. Like, nothing's wrong with my child. And I'm like, okay, well, your kid said to another kid that they're not allowed to play with them because they're brown, so, 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 yeah. <laughs> we just want to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Like, and, you know, like, it's, anyway, um, <laughs> but I'm like, but I miss when, when, parents used to have teachers back yeah they used to be like my child did what yeah yeah like that was my parents i didn't want to do anything to possibly get in trouble Mm -hmm. at all i also hated bringing home those stupid course disclosures oh yeah um because most parents sign them and send them back Mm -hmm. my dad takes a red pen and corrects them god (laughs) toning So I was like, every time I would come home and be like, mom, mom, sign this quick. And she'd be like, you know, I'm not allowed to do that. And I was like, mom, please. Because it was like two hours of my dad. Like, why are these teachers so aggressive? Why are they being this? Like, and I felt like I was in trouble, but I was like, I'm not in trouble. I'm not the one in trouble here. But like, my dad is so mad. There was one teacher that was like, went off for a good hot minute about how we are not allowed to like plagiarize. And if we plagiarize anything, she'll lose her fucking shit on us basically like it was a very aggressive paragraph okay and my dad circled the whole thing wrote at the bottom why are you so aggressive about it like it was ridiculous and then i'd have to turn those in (laughs) just be like i'm so sorry every time it was just like a and don't look at them like no eye contact and then they'd be going through and they would just be like 
Alyssa, did your dad sign this? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Please don't fail me just because my dad corrected your spelling and grammar. We had one teacher straight up. She went from working the seventh grade to like freshman in high school, right? Mm-hmm. She literally copied over her course disclosure, didn't change a word. Oh, boy. So, like, she's saying seventh grade in her thing, and my dad went off on that paper being like, so you expect my child to do all of these things when you can't even find and replace yeah. on your on your <laughs> Word document. Change seventh like, to ninth. Like, he lost his shit about that, that one. And I was like... I'm going to fail these classes, Dad. Like, <laughs> but I also know my dad would go to bat for me if that's what... True. You know. He would have. He would have. But, like, my dad also was very much the type of be like, well, did you turn this in? And be like, no. And he's like, okay, then why are you giving your teacher sass? Dumb. Like, yeah. yeah, you're dumb. <laughs> so, like... Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I just can't believe how hostile he was about yeah, that. Yeah, like, he was you're angry. An asshole. Yeah, like, I don't like Immediately... That immediately like, you don't need like, to know about this yeah. and you can be so- stop being snoopy right like, okay yeah okay but yeah exactly like you were saying like if a kid is in like a foster care-ish situation mm-hmm. it really does affect yeah. every part of their Everything. life yeah even if they don't realize it mm-hmm. like even the smallest change in like their home life or whatever can mm-hmm. be very traumatizing yeah. to them the, the maybe possible occasional times that they do talk to their parents could like trigger something uh-huh so like it's like just, after visits and stuff mm-hmm. like that kids act out a ton oh yeah absolutely yeah. i worked at a girls facility yep so teachers like, yeah. tell and yeah. exactly and yeah. they would do that they would act out and shit and so what some of the girls would act out so their parents wouldn't come visit because they didn't mm-hmm. want anything to do with their parents you know it's, it's like it's way sad yeah i get where but. he's coming from because it's probably a touchy home life situation mm-hmm. anyway but like calm down but he, i know it was immediate hostility yeah not like not just like, well, what do you mean? Like, is there, what can you elaborate on what it is you're asking? Yeah. Because, like, uh, let me see if there's something I'm comfortable telling you with. Like, yeah. you know? It didn't seem like she was crying <laughs> mm-hmm. no. for information that no. she shouldn't have. She literally was just like, what about his parents? You're clearly his uncle. Yeah. So, is there something going on with his parents that maybe his parents are, like, just not wanting to be involved? Like, are they, you know, like, the I would ask situation. the same question to a single mom mm-hmm. or an aunt raising their kid or, like, you know, whoever grandma whoever. comes in, yeah. yeah, I would be asking those same questions. Yeah, like how is home life? It like, matters. It, it matters does. so much. It matters so much. I hate it, but yeah, everyone was like, everyone in the comments of that one was like, "Whoa, dude, like <laughs> slow down, calm down, man." Especially if you're like, "Oh, uh, no, I'm gonna blah blah blah." When you stop being nosy, like, yeah, okay, yeah, and the okay. fact that she Real apologized fast. for that, yeah. like, I mean, she probably had to to like mm-hmm. keep her job, but. Oh, that's just kind of, like, it pisses me off. There's so many people, there's so many teachers quitting now because of how awful people's fucking kids are. Mm -hmm. I see it on TikTok. And their parents. And their parents. Yep. I see it on TikTok all the time, and I see it in the news, and I see it on YouTube and stuff. There's all these people that are like, I'm just, I can't. They're like, I got into this job to teach kids math. Yeah. (laughs) And they're calling me fat to my face. Like, I just, you know, like, it's, it's. And when I call the parents and I'm like, hey, so your kid just called me fat to my face. And the teachers or the parents are like, well, are you fat? Like, <laughs> that's probably why. That's probably why. Like, yeah, my kid wouldn't say that. But if he did, he's telling the truth kind of shit, you know. But that's another thing I wanted to bring up real quick about because a lot of people get all like, oh, well, boys need to sit there and like behave better and blah, 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 blah. Like, the, like boys. Mm-hmm. And they're immediately so quick to like call a kid problematic mm-hmm. just because 
they're a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, it drives me crazy. I was working at the elementary school, and as a person who was diagnosed with attention deficit disorder, this conversation right now (laughs) is proof of that. They're so quick to try to get kids to immediately be like, oh, he's a problematic kid. Oh, he has a learning disability. He can't sit still. He can't sit still. uh, It's because you're... He's seven. He's seven. (laughs) And you're requiring him to sit for eight hours, and you give them 15-minute breaks Mm -hmm. every four. Yeah. Like... That's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. I had one teacher who, like, after every class period, she'd tell the kids to get up and go run to the fence and back and then do it again. Mm-hmm. Like, and they loved it. Or, like, like, when they, like, get their wiggles out yeah. or, like, like things so, like yeah. that. Like, make it fun. Make it fun. Yeah. And she would just tell everybody, okay, go do that really quick. Mm-hmm. Or, like, get up and do some jumping jacks and stuff. You yeah. know, like, she's like, get up and move. Like, do something. Get this energy out so you can sit and focus again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is so good. Like, that's so much better than just expecting. Because there's little girls more often than not will sit and listen Mm -hmm. as children they sit and they listen and they do what they're supposed to do little boys don't they have different energy levels they just have different energy levels and it is scientifically proven that they do they have different energy levels and then like girls have different energy levels when they're like toddlers I think it is like they have like tons of energy it fluctuates it it fluctuates and stuff so during school age they start immediately thinking because the boys aren't sitting and listening and learning like the girls are Mm -hmm. they're problematic Mm -hmm. and I'm like they're not problematic when I say let boys be boys that is what I mean yeah let them go run and throw a baseball and like watch how much better they do at school yep when you let them do it the way they need to do it and i'm not saying that like let them you know uh, in the middle of when you're teaching get up and and do whatever yeah yeah. no obviously you just need to have designated times and it just drives me crazy there's so many people when i worked at the elementary school they were like oh yeah i'm pretty sure this kid has add and i was like he doesn't And they're like, how do you know? And I was like, because my dad is a school district psychologist. Like, I would know. Okay. Like, thank you. And I would be like, oh, do you want to find out? Dad. Like, (laughs) And my dad could come in and he would test the kids. And he would. He got called in quite a few times. He'd come say hi to me at the school. And I'd be like, oh, what's up? He's like, oh, I'm testing some kids. And I was like, oh, any of them with like, you know, just need, you know, just wondering. I don't ask names and stuff. And he would just be like, no. Or a couple of them, he'd be like, yeah, we, they, they have a slight learning disability, but it's mostly like they're just struggling reading. So they're yeah. just going to give them a reading aid and stuff, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like we're going to they figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, like my dad is so quick to not want to like, and we're both pro like medication people. Right. Like if you should be on but pills, don't diagnose pills. if it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad's like, no, there's so many people that are just like, take the Ritalin yeah. child. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And he's like, that's stupid. But then there's also all these other parents that are like, your kid needs genuine help. And they're like, my kid's not like different. They're perfectly normal. And he's yeah. like, they are normal. They just don't learn the same way as everybody else. So they need to learn differently. Yeah. And they need some assistance in doing so. It's the same exact thing. You wouldn't tell a diabetic not to take their insulin. Yep. Yep. Like, I just, I don't understand. Don't tell me my depression and anxiety is all in my head because yep. I know it is. Yep. That's the point. It's there and I can't do anything about it. Like, yep. Yep. I just... <laughs> <laughs> insane anyway there's my ramble mm-hmm. so there's where i stand on things no, i like, agree i agree there i feel like so many people are being overdiagnosed and self-diagnosing yeah. nowadays like i there's so many videos on tiktok that is like oh my gosh do you like twirl your finger or like your hair around your finger that's an add symptom and i was yeah, like the adhd and add is going around hard yeah and i'm like everything is ADHD. it's like do you forget where you put your keys you might be adhd i'm like, I'm like or you're a human yeah maybe yeah just or you're possessed so like (laughs) but i'm like i do have add but i have to learn 
to do things differently. Like, I'm so sick of people using it as an excuse. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like excuses. I do like explanations, though. Yes. Like, so if somebody's like, oh, um, why are you doing it like this? Oh, I'm sorry. I have ADD, and I do things a little different. Yep. If you don't like me to do it like that, it might take me a couple of tries, but I will do it the way you want me to. Mm-hmm. Like, and all these other people are immediately like, oh, I have ADD, and you have to fucking deal with it. I can't do it that way. I can't do it that way. Yeah. Like, no, you need to do it the, the way it needs to be done. done. Yeah. Like, that's th- the other thing to me, too, is that, like, okay, if you can't do it the way we need it to be done, then you need to... Leave. You need to be doing a different you job. Need, yeah, you need to be doing yeah. a different job. You can't be here. Yeah. And so I have, like, <laughs> the worst problem, too, when it, like, people are like, oh, I can't be fired because I have a medical condition. I'm like, okay, but if you can't lift the thing I need you to lift... It says right in the application that yeah. you have to be able to lift 20 pounds. Yeah. So, so like, mm, mm, yeah. you know, and I'm just like, now that I just... Yeah. It's frustrating. And I'm like, and I don't want them to lose their job just because they can't do it anymore. But it's like, you can't do it anymore. So therefore, else. I need you to find something else. Yeah. Like, it's just like, that's what severances are for. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway. Sorry. Your turn. I was, no, I was going to say, um, kind of in defense of the schools, because I work mm-hmm. with them a yes. lot. I feel like since we were kids, and maybe even since you worked in the school, mm-hmm. like things have gotten a lot more pro, like, what does this child need to mm-hmm. learn? And so they have, like, quiet rooms where kids can go and calm mm-hmm. down so they're not being destructive and, you know, yeah. awful in the class. Or they have, like, noise-canceling headphones for kids who can't focus because there's too much stimulus going mm-hmm. on. And, like, I feel like they've really kind of honed in on that. Like, mm-hmm. we don't all have the same fucking brain. Mm-hmm. And so this kid needs a reading aid. And this kid needs to have the test read to him because mm-hmm. he can't sit there oh, and yeah. focus on the words. I had I had uh, three kids in one of my classes who were special needs. And so I was there to help those three kids. Mm-hmm. And we found out another girl in class who did really well. She had really good grades. She had the worst test anxiety in mm-hmm. the world. And it didn't matter because she would hear the kids. You know how you go through a test, you read over the test, and more often than not, you go through and you answer the ones that you know immediately? Yeah. She would hear the kids flipping papers and think they're going faster and than me. And get so psyched out. So, she, yeah, she'd psych herself out. And it doesn't matter how many times you sat there and you'd be like, this is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't, she just hears the papers and she thinks, I'm not moving fast enough, I'm running out of time. Yeah. So, the teacher asked me to take because I would read the the test to the kids, you mm-hmm. know, and so she asked me to take her with us one time, and she was so embarrassed. She was like, "I'm not, I, I'm not dumb." And I was like, "You're not dumb. These other kids aren't dumb. They just have a learning disability." And she was like, "Okay." And I was like, "Listen, this is just so that you can sit and listen. We're just gonna read it, and mm-hmm. you can answer." And she was like, "Okay." She started like improving so much more on her tests mm-hmm. because she didn't have to sit and listen to everybody else like flipping papers and stuff, and. I'm like, that's so much better. It's it's really good. But I also think, slightly in not defense of schools, <laughs> is that people are, again, pushing, like, oh, my kid is so extra special and True. needs to have all these extra things. And yeah. I'm like, sure, we can help kids, but we also need to prepare them for the real world where not everyone's going to coddle them. Yeah. I appreciate that like lots of schools are like okay yeah you need a minute absolutely here's the noise canceling headphones that helps you focus absolutely mm-hmm. but there's lots of like teachers out there that are just like oh every single one of my students has all these perfect little special individual things and I'm like yeah all the kids are a special individual they still need to learn how to function in a society so yeah. like it's but yeah no I absolutely agree though that like I'm glad that the schools are actually taking notice that kids do have yeah. differences like I feel like when we were in school mm-hmm. I did not even know what an IEP was mm-hmm. and like if anything I would think it was for like special needs kids mm-hmm. or like actual problem kids yeah you know 
And now, like, tons of kids have IEPs just mm-hmm. because they have this little thing that they mm-hmm. need help with, and they check in on it, and they have, yeah. like, team meetings and all this stuff. And I'm like, if that's what they need to be successful, yeah. like, that's cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My IEP thing that I would do is, like, um, I had to check myself every, like, 10 minutes or something. And so, yeah, I, I had this little paper on the corner of my desk, and sometimes my teacher would tell me, like, no, you need to mark this for yourself because you're not, like, you're not checking yourself. You're mm-hmm. not, you know. And so, yeah, sometimes I'd have, like, a two, or sometimes I'd have a five or sometimes I'd have a seven and like it's just you know yeah and um I'm like it because it, it's also putting the responsibility back on the child mm-hmm. to check themselves as well and I'm like and that's a big important thing there's n- like there's not taking responsibility for yourself yeah and yeah I think that's oh gosh I'm talking Sorry, way too no, long I, about I, this I, so like, I, I yeah. can talk all day I did have one more point though yes, that's like ahead. a happy thing and mm-hmm. it's kind of on the foster care side too okay. surprise yeah. surprise but I love that also teachers now are realizing that like if a kid is sleeping in class, mm-hmm. it could be because their parents were literally fighting all night and they didn't oh, yeah. sleep at all. Mm-hmm. Or like if they bring food into class and are eating it, maybe it's because they didn't get dinner last night. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, they keep like snacks and stuff in their desk mm-hmm. because why are we depriving kids of yeah. just having a snack? Yeah. Or needing to go to the bathroom whenever they need to go to the bathroom. Oh, like, I unless one, it becomes a problem. I had but. one teacher in, when I was in... Oh, which grade? I don't remember who it was, but they were diabetic. Someone in the class was diabetic, and the teacher got pissed anytime they had to, like, first of all, check their blood, because they, they used to have to do, like, the poke test. They mm-hmm. didn't just have, like, the insulin pumps and stuff. Yep. They had to do the poke test, and the teacher would get annoyed, because they're like, why are you doing this in class? And they're like, because I'm supposed to do it every hour? Yeah. Like... I'm sitting at my desk. I'm yep. not being disruptive. Yep. What do you want from me? But then they would pull out a snack and eat a snack to, like, fix their insulin levels or whatever, and the teacher would be like, you are being disruptive right now. And I'm like, okay, then I will have to go to the nurse's office every Every single time if you want me to eat my snack there. yeah or like, stand out in the hallway like a bad kid yeah. okay like, yeah no yeah. fuck off like and just, like the whole like all the kids will want a snack like mm-hmm. yeah probably yep. but also if you say well he has this illness that mm-hmm. makes it so that he has to do it or he dies yeah like i feel like most kids would be like oh yeah okay right that makes sense oh yeah no we had one kid when i was working at the elementary school he was he used to sit at the back of the class and one day he told the teacher like i'm having a really hard time seeing the board so she moved him to the front of the class so that he could see and she thought he probably needs glasses mm-hmm. you know and like two days later he raises his hand and he goes i'm having a really hard time seeing the board he's sitting at the front row mm-hmm. and she's like what do you mean honey and he goes actually i'm having a really hard time seeing and she's she's like like anything at all and he's like everything's kind of black and she was like oh my gosh and so she called like the she's like let's take you to the office right now so mm-hmm. she had me take him to the office and we called his parents and stuff the parents came in immediately took him to the hospital he was diabetic he was losing his eyesight from it oh my gosh so like they had to get him on the insulin and everything and figure it out and stuff but like this so they just thought he needed glasses yeah so like well it's hard too because kids they have no idea exactly they don't, they don't know, know how to tell what's you what's different they mm-hmm. don't know what other people aren't experiencing mm-hmm. they don't know how to tell they don't know you that i'm feeling tired they don't know how like it's so funny though zach's little sister is diabetic mm-hmm. and um she sometimes smells sweet like she'll walk in the room and you can smell her like it's it's like overripe fruit kind of a thing oh, okay and his mom will be like did you check your insulin levels and she's like yeah let me do it. okay <laughs> i'm a little low like you can tell it's that's so funny. yeah she used to have a cat as well that uh because you can get trained dogs mm-hmm. you know like dogs that can, can smell all your insulin level is low but her cat started doing that that's so cool like her cat learned it and um her cat passed away a little while ago it was really sad but um yeah her cat started doing it would go wake up tracy and like come and get her and stuff that's awesome yeah that's cats are so smart animals are so smart but yeah it's just like i'm i'm glad schools are doing better but it's the teachers that are doing it yeah and then the parents are not supporting the teachers yeah and they're 
assholes like this guy. Yep. So, yep. Anyway. Here's our rant. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I could literally talk about that shit all oh, day. Oh, for real. I could, too. Like, because you and I both have... Maybe we should have a day where, like, we just rant about, like, a topic. That'd like, be fun. So, if you guys have topics you want us to rant about, we yeah. can. Like, controversial Def- yeah. or, like... Not political, but like, yeah. like schools yeah. or like something like that. Yeah. I, think I don't want to talk political. No. Because I could I get way have, too political. See, and I don't have opinions. Oh, yeah. Well, I do, but I can't fight for them. Mm-hmm. So I just like <laughs> sit there and I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Exactly. That, that's good. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Working at the like hospitality, I have to agree with everybody, basically. Mm-hmm. So like when it was Trump and Hillary, people would be like checking out and be like, how is everything? They're like, oh, great. Can you believe it's Hillary? And I was like, oh, yeah. Fuck no, Hillary. Not Hillary. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, we're checking out. I was like, yeah, well, I'm back to California. Yeah. Yay, Hillary. Like, and I was like yeah fuck trump and they're like fuck trump. Like, <laughs> like it's just like you know and yeah. i was just like mm, didn't matter who i was voting for it no. was just like just I'd, give them a good experience i didn't want them to stay for too long <laughs> that's you know yeah so yeah i was like do not don't talk to me about that right now thank you please okay bye like yeah okay i'm gonna take this in a whole different direction okay. real fucking quick okay? okay today i fucked <laughs> by taking a girl to a sex dungeon on a first <laughs> School children how, straight to sex dungeon. How could you not think that was a fuck up on a first date? You'll see. Okay. You'll see. Okay. Did you? Um, did you? was like, this is too fun. Bye. Like, <laughs> this is a throwaway account because this is very much a true story and it's embarrassing and I'm trying to heal from it. Oh. Two weeks ago, I matched with this really cute girl on Hinge who was exactly my type. Our timelines and dating goals aligned, and we also lived in adjacent neighborhoods. On top of that, she was the first to start joking and teasing in our texts, which is always awesome. It didn't take long for me to ask her out on a date that Friday to grab dinner in her neighborhood and maybe go to a bar after. I usually don't do dinner on the first date, but food is something that we bonded over, and I wanted to show her my favorite Thai spot. You don't do food on the first date? I wonder if it's because you have to, like, sit there and, like, have conversation over food and, like... That's not uh, do something fun, you mm-hmm. know, like go bowling, yeah. go do something. Yeah, I I'm a I'm a huge advocate of a movie for the first date, and you have to go see a comedy. So that's because it's like it's so easy to find somebody's um, like comedic level mm-hmm. when you're watching a movie. Zach and I went and saw Dance Flick, which oh. is one of those like spoof movies. Yeah. And he and I were so awkward the entire time. And we get out. We were like, well, that was really interesting. And if Zach had been laughing through the whole thing. You would have known real quick. I would have known real quick that I, like, I didn't. There was a couple things we both chuckled at and stuff. But, like, we were so awkward about, like, the rest of the movie. And so it was just like, like, there were quite a few sexual jokes and stuff. But there were others that I was just like, that's just gross. Like that's too far. That's, yeah. Yeah. And he thought the same thing. And I was like, so we both had the same kind of humor level. Yeah. I think that is so important for people. Like, you have to figure out what someone's humor level is. And so I think of, like, or, like, maybe not first date, but, like, first yeah. three dates, you have to go see a comedy movie together. Yeah. I went so, and saw a movie with a guy, and we saw Superbad. Oh. And I am just, I don't mm-hmm. like that kind of movie. Like, mm-hmm. that humor is not my humor. Yeah. And the guy that I was with was laughing, like, the whole time. And I was like, I cannot yep. do this. Exactly. Like, you just can't. It's mm-hmm. not... Yeah, because yeah. you forever will be like, what he thinks is funny is not my level of funny. And it will either like snowball into him like doing a ton of inappropriate pranks or whatever. Yep. Or, or like, like you can't watch the same movies because you don't enjoy it. Or exactly. you have to force yourself to watch what he likes. Mm, or he or, has to force himself to watch what you like. Yeah. Or he just thinks you're not as fun for him. Like yeah. So like it's 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 both ways, you know. But 
yeah, I think it's so important. You have to see a comedy movie together. So, yeah. or if like your date is like, oh my gosh, this is so stupid. Yeah, and you think it's funny, then yeah, then, yeah, then mm-hmm. you know, okay, that person's not for me. Yeah, and I know some people are like, well, you don't have to like everything the same, and I'm like, no, you don't. Your humor level has to be pretty dang close to yeah. each other, though. That's a big compatibility. That's thing. a huge compatibility. I love scary movies. Zach does not. He will like. He doesn't really like them. He won't watch. Anything that's not rated R because he says it's not scary enough, but he doesn't want to watch rated R because it's too scary. Yeah. So like, I, that. I feel that in my soul. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> but he'll go see scary movies with me because he knows I love them. Because he loves you and yeah. he loves me, and I will let him sit and talk to me about a video game that he really loves that I don't care about. Yeah. Like I mean, like, I tell care me all the details. Yeah. yeah. But I will listen and I will try my best to remember them and like ask questions about yep. it later and stuff. You know, like it's. It's like when Tony's like, "Can I tell you about this really cool magic card that does this really cool thing really right? quick?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." He does the same like he and I both play magic and like it's and, and even still he will just be like oh my gosh this and this and this and this and, and I'm just like okay okay, okay. yeah anyway, sorry go ahead keep no, going okay. so um favorite tie spot yes come Friday morning sorry. she tells me that she's been feeling sick since Thursday I tell her no worries it's actually really nice this weekend let's do a picnic on Sunday instead she wholeheartedly agreed because everyone loves a good picnic <laughs> Reference. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you don't love a good picnic? Mm-mm. Outside? No, thank you. <laughs> Outdoors? Wait, there's potential of bugs in the wilderness. Pollen and That's blah. true. You're allergic to everything. Uh-huh. Yep. For reference, my last four dates have been picnics along the river in my city, and they've all been a good time. Slut? I don't know. <laughs> Part of me wonders if this is a girl v. girl. Girl on girl. Not that sounds bad. <laughs> if it's two girls. Because gays love a picnic. But anyway... Oh, is um, that why I don't like picnics? Maybe. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, and they've all been a good time. Come Saturday afternoon, she tells me she has pink eye. Uh, this girl is all over the place, but it's all right, because she still offered to come out to the date if I didn't want to reschedule again. That was nice of her, but I told her, let's plan for next week. I want you to feel better and be comfortable with me on the first date. And not give me pink eye. That <laughs> Uh, I was disappointed, though, because next weekend was too cold for a picnic, so I had to come up with a different date idea, and I didn't play it safe this time. I wanted to do something different and memorable, so I suggested we do an escape room next Sunday afternoon and then get pastries in Chinatown after. This is totally a girl. Right? This is totally a girl. Yeah. Like, like dudes don't plan that. No. no. They don't pa- They don't, plan they don't picnics pastries. And pastries. pastries. Yeah, but, like, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, if uh, here's the thing. If it was a guy who's not, like, super in touch with himself, okay, mm-hmm. uh, they would have said, like, donuts. Yeah. They wouldn't have said pastries. Or, like, ice cream. Yeah, or, or ice cream. Yeah. They wouldn't have said pastries. Yeah. So, pastries fair. is a girl word. That's <laughs> so true. So, so true. Yeah, this is the girl. This is the list. Beyond for her. Or if he is, like, a chef. If he's, like, way into I food, I suppose. Because they say pastries. But yeah, like, yeah, that's fair. She thought this was a super fun idea and agreed. In hindsight, this is obviously a second or third date idea, but we'd been chatting for a bit and had a really fun FaceTime to get the initial get-to-know-you talk out of the way. So I felt comfortable being ambitious for the first date. We were both excited. The date itself, I thought, went well. The escape room was fun, and she loved all the bakeries I took her to. When we took the train home afterwards, I got off at my stop first and told her that I had fun and to let me know when she got home safe. She forgot to text me until the morning after, which was fine, but then she ghosted me. Usually when I get ghosted, I know the reason why, but with her, I was dumbfounded. I thought we had a lot of momentum rolling into the first date, and then it went well. I just realized they matched on Hinge. That's, I'm pretty sure that's a, a gay. Is that, is that a gay dating for? thingy? So that would just confirm. Let's Google it. Okay. It just says find your person and stuff. But oh, okay. like Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. Oh. Because, like, guys have grinder. 
Mm-hmm. And I know there's an equivalent for girls, but I can't. Well, I mean, more girls might use Hinge. Like, that could yeah. be the thing. Like, because, I mean, you know. If you don't want to go there, you go yeah, here. you go here. Yeah. Because, okay. I mean, mostly with Tinder, most people are looking for hookups. They're not looking for dating. Yeah. So, like. That's fair. Yeah. I needed some closure, so I finally sent her a text on Wednesday and asked what I did wrong, or what what went wrong. She said, hey, not gonna lie, I would have loved a heads up that the escape room was going to be BDSM themed. I had a really nice time chatting with you and hitting the bakeries, but I just don't see that going anywhere. Yeah, so I left out an important detail. I thought it would be funny if I didn't tell her that the premise of the escape room was that you had to break into the back of a cafe, enter a BDSM sex dungeon, find a sex tape, and delete it. I personally thought this was hysterical and was doing something by surprising her with it. In the moment when we entered the sex dungeon portion of the escape room, I didn't even address it because, yeah, I'm a dumbass and I tried to play it off when it got awkward. We just kind of powered through it and beat the escape room. I would lie. I would be like, I had no idea it was a BDSM. Oh my gosh, like, you are I'm reacting so the sorry. same way I am reacting. Yeah, like, I was so, like, scared that that, you shocked. know. I was shocked. I thought it was a cafe something or other. Like, yeah. I would lie. I would lie. Yeah. Oh, because that's a that's a little lie. Like, that's, I feel like that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. A lie. Like, yeah. Especially if you know, okay, that's a boundary that they're not willing to cross anymore. And yeah, we got that, that out of the way. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Because, I, again, I don't like liars. Little lies are White like, lies. It's, yeah. yeah. Like, or, you, or just tell the truth. I'm so sorry. I thought it would be funny. I won't ever, like, it's like, I won't yeah. do it again. This doesn't like, need to be a theme. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not something I'm into either. I just thought it would be funny to see your reaction. Like, just, you know. Yeah. But apologize. Anyway, so ahead. You can finish. Sorry. Um, so they powered through and beat the escape room. Afterward, I thought it went well because when we got our picture taken at the photo booth, she made sure she looked good by retaking the photo a few times. And I thought, oh, this is cute. She wants to look good in our first photo together. She must have had a good time. No, she did not have a good time. <laughs> I can't help but think what things would have been like if I had taken her on either of the two normal first dates. At the end of the day, I know we have... I know... I had good intentions. I just made a stupidly high-risk play that may have worked with some people, but overall was insensitive, poorly executed, and made her uncomfortable. I'm not even into BDSM, for the record. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And she hosted a Friendsgiving at her place after the date, so my ass definitely got chewed out by all her friends. (laughs) I would apologize. I really would. I would text back and be like, I'm so sorry. Like, I really like you and I really want to make this work. And I'm like... Like, give me one more chance. Yeah. Like, (laughs) let's go on a freaking picnic, please. Right? (laughs) Like, yes, I won't do that ever again. Like, that's... I don't even like it. I don't know why I did. I was stupid. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Um, let's see. This one's a little shorter, but... Anyway, yeah. Okay. Am I the asshole for leaving my baby in another room? Okay. Throwaway account, right? I, 27 male, have a seven-month-old baby boy. I normally stay at home with him while my wife, 26F, works. I am currently looking for a job as I hated my old job. I've been a stay-at-home dad for five months now. I love spending time with my son, but it feels like I'm going to explode sometimes because I have or I have to do cooking, cleaning, laundry, change diapers, entertain my son while dealing with his temper tantrums. <laughs> A few days ago, my wife was at work while I was at home. I was so stressed. The baby was fussy, and he wouldn't go to sleep because he wants his mama. I put him in his play mat while I went to the kitchen to cool off. 
I remember coming home to my wife doing this, and I had no problem as it was normal. I was calming down when my wife walked in and could hear our son crying in the living room. She asked me why I was not with him, and I said I needed to cool off. She made out as if I was the one that had locked him in a room for hours when it had only been 10 minutes. She yelled at me for being a bad father and not calming him down properly. I tried everything with him, rocking him to sleep, laying him down on his chest, feed him, put on baby shows, play with his toys. Nothing worked. I told her to fuck off and took our son upstairs. <laughs> wow. She's been telling family members how I left him in a room and that I swore at her. Does she expect me to hold it all in? Yeah, I would rather my husband walk away from baby mm -hmm. rather than, like, get so frustrated they shake baby. Yeah, exactly. Or they, who knows what. Yep, Like, exactly. anyone could be pushed past their breaking point oh, yeah. when there's a screaming child that you cannot satisfy. Yeah. There's all these people that are like, I would never do that to my child. And I'm like, okay, but you're six days sleep deprived. Yep. You've had maybe two hours of sleep every single night mm -hmm. and you nap when they nap and they only nap for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. So like, there's that. So you get like five. Yeah. yeah. So they're screaming. They're colicky. They don't want anything. Everything you're trying to do isn't working. You have no one to pass them off to. Yeah. No one. No one to help you. Yep. Yeah. You walk away. Yeah, you, you cool walk down. away. And then you can come back to the situation and try everything again mm -hmm. because you're feeling better mm -hmm. because you walked away. Yep. Or maybe that taking a breather makes you go, oh my gosh, he wanted his bottle. He wanted that. Like it's, you know, something else. Like yeah. it's, it gives you that moment that of clarity. clarification. Yeah. yeah. To go, oh, I didn't try this. Let me try that. Like, yeah. you know, or it makes you realize like, I need help. I need to call mm -hmm. someone. Like... Yeah, there were plenty yep. of times when Adam was really little. Mm -hmm. I would get up with him more during the night because Tony just doesn't hear him as often. Mm -hmm. And I was always like, I'll just go get him. Oh, yeah. Zach's like a super deep sleeper. Right? Like, it's just, you know. And so I would just be like sitting there trying to calm him down and trying to get him to sleep. And a lot of times it wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. And so I would just be like sitting in the rocking chair, like crying to myself, mm -hmm. trying to get this baby to sleep. And Tony would come in because he heard him still crying. And mm -hmm. he's like, okay, I'm going to take him now. Like, you need to go lay down. Okay. Uh -huh. It sucks. It's yep. hard. It does suck. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, it's just like, you always need to have somebody that you can call to mm -hmm. just be like, I just need you to come get this kid before I murder it. Yeah. So like, yeah. Like, like have a play date, have mm -hmm. a nanny that can come in every once in a mm -hmm. while or yep. something. Yep. And, it's, and, and I know it sucks too, because some people are doing everything by themselves, mm -hmm. but it's like, okay, then you need to create a foundation. Yeah. You need to, everybody's like, well, I can't afford a sitter. There are lots of churches that are willing to help. Yep. Lots of churches. That's true. Like you even walk into. Even if you're not a member. Even if you're not a member, you walk into any LDS church and say, I need help. And they will say, let me help you. Yep. Let's figure out what we can do. Yeah. They might ask you to come to church a couple times, but like. Yeah. They will be like, we want your safety more than and anything And they else. will bring you food. Yep. <laughs> so, they will. They will great. be like, okay, what do you like? You like casseroles? We really good at casseroles. I make some like, really good chocolate chip oh, yeah. cookies. I guarantee yeah. you, like, no joke, you walk into any church yeah. and everyone there will be like, how can we help? Mm -hmm. That is one nice yep. thing. You might get a couple people that are judgmental bitches, but that's not a majority. Like, yeah. that's just a couple of people. And that's everywhere. It's you walk true. into anywhere and there's some judgmental <laughs> there's bitches. bitches. I'm one of them. But, like, you know, I'm not going to judge a mother to come in or, like, to come in and be like, I'm a single mom. I don't have family that can help me. Yeah. I'm struggling. Like, or like here's our food pantry. Mm -hmm. Here's all these resources. Yeah, everything. Like, they have mental health stuff. Oh, yeah. they, they have do. all kinds of stuff. They do. And like, and there are a cornucopia of girls or younger teenage boys or whatever that will be like, I can babysit for a couple hours. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like, and a lot of them will do it for free. Yep. Like, yeah. especially if it's like, oh, you need like two hours to yourself. I got you. Yeah. Like, absolutely. It's true. Yep. I used to babysit for money, but if somebody had come to me and been like, I need help, I'd be like, yeah, give me the baby. Yeah. And this is a person that doesn't like kids. It's true. <laughs> so, like, if you had called me two in the morning, I'd be like, I'll be right there. 
you know? Good friends. So, yeah. I, but, like, any of my friends, if they called me and said, I need help, I'd be there. Yeah. I'd absolutely be there. I'd be like, yeah, I got you. Let me do this. Let me help. Just call me. I will do it. <laughs> People so. need more Alyssas. Oh, thank you. More Alyssas <laughs> in the world. <laughs> but, like, that's that's the thing. Like, yeah, my sisters called me and be like, heck yeah, I'll come and do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like people expecting me to do things. Yeah. But if you called me saying, I need help. I am in a bad situation right now. I will be there. Like, I'm going to lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll be there. Just let me know. You need me to come over. Just kidding. That yeah. is pretty good. Oh, there's a few times, though, that Shalise has called me and been like, or, well, I mean, she'll be like, oh, my gosh, Apollo did this. And I was like, you want me to talk to him? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'll be over there real quick. Yep. Yeah, because I'm very much of the mentality of, I know everyone says that you need to be putting your kids before your, before everything else. I think that's wrong. I think it needs to be spouses, then children. And it's not picking your spouse over your children when it comes to certain things. Yeah, because I'm going to walk away from you if you do anything to that child. Exactly. But it, it is very much a, that is my wife you're talking to. Mm-hmm. And you are my, that that is my wife before your mother. Mm-hmm. That's what I think the mentality needs to be. Or that is my husband before your father. Yeah. That's the mentality that I think a lot of people need to have. Because that's the, you are a unit mm-hmm. and your kids are If you're not united exactly. and if they don't see that you're united... They're the, going to take that to their advantage exactly. if they're that kind of kid. Yep. So I am very much the person that, like, if any of my friends called and they were like, I am trying to, like, scold my child and it is not working, will you come over? And I'd be like, you bet your ass I will come over and be like, that is my friend. You just happen to be their kid, okay? Yep. <laughs> just because I happen to be in an art class with them 13 years ago, shut the fuck up. Yep. That is my friend. <laughs> I'm not going to let you sit there and talk to them like that. And like, you can be like mm-hmm. aggressive aunt and oh, yeah. then walk away. Yep. And they'll still be like, oh, we love her. I chewed out Shalisa's sister one time for talking to her mom Good. like shit. So like, yeah. you know, I will be that person. I will. I will absolutely be like, do not talk to your mother like that. Do not talk to your father like that. I will be that person. If you ever need me to be like, I will. I will come be the bad Write guy. Write this down, people. Yeah. I will come be the bad guy <laughs> for any of my friends out there. I will be the bad guy for you guys if you need me to. I will. But like, eh, but I'll be that support as well. So whatever you need. Anyway. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I haven't talked to people in like four days because I've been working the nights. So. This one's sad, but it's also kind of funny. Okay. And relatable to um, our past. Mm-hmm. Okay. Today I fucked up by taking care of a mouse problem. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, Jesse. Not today. <laughs> Not today, but that's, several years ago. That's a fond memory for me, actually. Like, that's a... I cherish that a lot. Yeah. So... We had fun times. Yep. Um, I still remember the mouse in the trash can, too. Because, like, Natalie and I were like, That what was is so that? creepy. What is that? And stuff. And we were like, what? And it was a mouse underneath the garbage bag. Yeah. And we were, like, how did like, that even... No one else believed us. They were like, it's nothing. And Natalie and I were like, there's something They're in there. They're scratching. They're scratching. Like, yep. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, One morning I was making an omelet and just as I plated it, a little mouse startled me. Now, living in a country house, I was no stranger to mice. I gave it the old short step and verbal report, shaking my fist for good measure. (laughs) To my shock, this mouse was completely unfazed by this primal display of dominance. (laughs) Committed to my intention, I brought out the other arm, hulking up my shoulders to appear even larger. This seemed to have worked, and the previously complacent rodent recognized the authenticity of my threat. Okay, Mr. Thesaurus. Holy shit. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But the best part is he says all these fancy things, right? Uh And um, so it recognized the authenticity of my threat and yeeted itself (laughs) into (laughs) my vector. Okay. 
I chased it into the bathroom, bounding after it with ridiculously animated steps. As soon as it crossed the threshold, I pulled the door shut and contemplated my next steps while my pulse returned to normal. Remembering that cats eat mice, I found my trusty feline and cracked open the door just enough to add her to the situation. Now with my ears as the only tool to monitor, I stood outside and listened. After what I felt like an eternity, there was a scuffle, a chase, silence, a few crunches, and there stood outside the door, satisfied that I had taken care of the... Oh, there I stood outside the door, satisfied that I had taken care of the problem and could now go enjoy my omelet. A day later, another fearless mouse appeared, and though I won't bore you with the details, I took care of this problem in much the same way. I had a plan, a method. It was easy. Another day later, I was sitting at the table. My housemate enters the dining room, who had just returned from a several-day trip. Where are my gerbils? <laughs> I took in a sharp breath through clenched teeth as instantly I made the connection to the friendly mice. Another housemate had been tasked to feed his gerbils they had forgotten, and the poor animals escaped out of necessity to meet a very unwelcoming housemate and murderous cat. I had never seen or known of the gerbils until they met their fate, and I very regretfully had to inform the housemate of what had happened. How do you have a cat and someone else has gerbils and you don't know they have gerbils? I mean, I think she, or they knew about them. They had just never seen them because they were in her, their room. So yeah, it wasn't about our mice situation. It was about our hamster situation. (laughs) Yeah. Luckily, they didn't get eaten. Yes, yes. No, they just died died. old age. Yeah. (laughs) Sad. I mean, everyone has to have some kind of traumatic, you know, gerbil, hamster. Yeah. Everybody. Yep. Okay, this one, I didn't read the whole thing through. So, um... Am I the asshole for not helping my sister pay for her college after I used her college fund? Oh, okay. I, 30F, have a sister, Anna, 27F, and we used to be close, and I thought we had a good relationship. Then my ex-boyfriend, James, 30 male, entered the picture. I met him while in college and was completely head over heels for him. I thought we were going to get married, get a house, have babies, and all the other sappy rom-com cliches. He was the second boyfriend I ever had in life at that time. When my sister met him, she said that she couldn't possibly see what I saw in him and would sometimes show passive-aggressive hostility. My sister was one of the most important people in my life, and I really wanted her and James to get along, so I encouraged outings with the three of us um, from time to time. Then one day, I got sick at one of the planned outings, but insisted that it was okay for James and Anna to go without me. Mm, No. Wrong. No. After that, Anna and James became more friendly with one another, Uh. and I was actually happy. Until one day, my parents sat me down and told me that Anna was pregnant and how she was going to marry the father. I was shocked, and when I asked who the father was, my heart was shattered when they told me it was James. Hmm. Anna was staying at our grandparents' house in another state, but when I went to confront James, his sister came out and apologized to me for the situation, and that their parents and mine are pressuring Anna and James to marry after they got caught. I was so distraught, and to make it up to me, my parents offered to pay for my trip abroad, as well as grad school, while giving me an allowance. They told both Anna and me that the money was going to come out of whatever they had saved for her college expenses as uh, restitution to me, and said that Anna needed to focus on being a mother first, and that school would have to come later. After spending a lot of weeks sobbing over it, I agreed (coughs) to their offer and stopped uh, speaking to Anna and James. Fast forward to now. James has passed away. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. The plot yeah, I didn't get this whole thing. Um, <laughs> and Anna has two kids to support. She's yet to find a job that will pay her enough and decided to go back to school. Anna is struggling really hard with her finances and asked me if I'd be willing to loan her the money and that she would, or she'd pay me back after graduation. 
I have the money and she knows it, but I told her no. She got upset and called me selfish because by punishing her, I am effectively going to make her kids suffer as our parents are no longer in a position to help. I started to get messages from people stating that I owe her for taking her college money and calling me the golden child, but I don't see it that way. Am I the asshole? Uh, and then she has a edit. Oh, edit Adam. to add. Edit yeah. to add. I was like, ETA, <laughs> estimated time of arrival. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Uh, edit to add. Okay. My sister is 18, or was 18, and a senior in high school when she met Ooh, James. Uh, she was 19 and 20 when she gave birth. Technically, the money my parents gave me out of her college fund was theirs and just designated for Anna. She had no legal claim to it. When my parents found out that Anna was pregnant, they gave her a choice. Put the baby up for adoption, keep the baby and marry the father, keep the baby but don't marry the father and be disowned woof okay first of all where was your yep. college fund right that's what i want to know yeah like did you not have money already or were they already paying for you to go to college and then they were just like hey here's we'll somebody got to grad school like oh maybe yeah because she's like older right yeah she was in college when she met james okay so it is a shitty situation mm-hmm. i will give her that I don't think it was right of her parents to do that. No. I think that was a really shitty thing. That was a really shitty thing. Like, it'd be one thing to be like, go on this trip and you can have some money for it. Oh, yeah. But to be like, here, spend everything we had set aside for her. Yeah, no. And I think even even in her situation, I think I would have wanted to help mm-hmm. if my sister and my niece, nephew, nibblings were, mm-hmm. like, actually needing help. Yeah. It's a shitty situation. I would just absolutely get a contract. That's what I would do. It's oh, yeah. like, I'm giving you this money. When you graduate, I expect you to pay me back in. Like, that's what I would do. Yeah. It's like, like, listen, I'm not supportive of what you did to me. And I'm not cool with that. Mm-hmm. I will help you out for your kids, not for you. Mm-hmm. That's ex- like, that is specifically what I'd say. And I say, you need to sign this contract for me to give you any kind of money. Mm-hmm. And like... And guarantee that you will be paying me back or I will take you to court. Yeah. Like, yep, that's what I would do. I just don't understand how you can do that to a sibling. Yeah, I don't Like, I either. don't understand. Or best friend. I exactly. don't get it. Mm-hmm. I do not get it. Maybe that's the Hufflepuff in me. <laughs> I don't know. I do not understand yeah. how someone could do that to another person. If you like, were in that position and you're cheating on somebody yourself, like, mm-hmm. you're already done. You just need to be done with that mm-hmm. relationship and tell them. You are a trash person. I yeah. don't care. I don't care. I do not care. Someone can come out and be like, well, these... I, no, I do not care. No circumstance. I No. If that is your sibling, your cousin, your whoever the fuck ever, if you are close to them mm-hmm. and you are putting yourself above them, you don't love them. I don't care. You mm-hmm. do not. You can sit there and try to tell yourself all damn day long that I love them. You do not. If you are pregnant with twins because you slept with your <laughs> husband's partner, whatever, yeah. best friend's brother. Yeah. Fuck you. At least it wasn't the best friend. It's but true. Like, yeah. It's true. <laughs> but still. That. But like, yeah, no, I, you are not a good person. You do not love that person. You are like doing that too. You yeah. do not. Am I saying you deserve shit for the rest of your life? No. But I will, like, I would cut contact with you. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, you should not for a second, not for a second, think that they're in the wrong. Yeah. And there, I, there's also the other stories too that's just like oh my sister is a shit fucking person and so I'm like her husband's cheating with me I don't care no. you still don't love your sister no I don't care no. you need to tell that husband divorce her then yeah and then you can be and with then me. we can be together yeah. after a good few months to very much show we weren't cheating yeah, like exactly. what are you gonna say? Um, I was just gonna say that I uh, I think if James were still alive mm-hmm. and they came to her and said hey 
can you help loan us some money? Mm-hmm. Then I, I would have said nose. no. Yeah. But uh, where it's nose. her as a single mother with two kids mm-hmm. needing extra help. Yes. I would feel worse about that. Yeah. But yeah, if it was James, I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. No. No, absolutely yeah. not. No. Fuck off. So that's where I draw the line mm-hmm. right there. It, if, if, if the sister died and James came to her and was asking for help, I would say, no, your kids can move in for a little bit, though. Yeah. Like, you go figure your shit out. Your kids can stay with me. Yeah. I'm going to help him. Yep. Not at all. No. So. <sighs> yep. Okay. I know we're at the end, but I have okay. one more that's super short okay. and it's funny. Okay. Today I fucked up by playing Marco Polo. Oh, okay. okay. I was at my girlfriend's house and she lives with a lady who has a daughter about nine. And on this night, the daughter had a friend over. After a while, the girls started having a blind pillow fight. I don't, I guess they're blindfolded. (laughs) Okay. Um, And I joined to make sure that everyone was safe-ish, but still had fun. The friend was getting closer to the stairs. So from the couch, I called out Marco to let her know where we were. And as soon as the words left my mouth, I remembered that she was deaf and muttered, shit. (laughs) And just pure silence after. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Right? You just imagine like the, oh. Damn it. Like, Shit. As soon like, as it comes out of your mouth. <laughs> you feel so stupid, yeah. too. Like, <laughs> I make that one. That's yeah. a good one. Good one to edit on. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there's some... Lots of... Lots assholes of, yeah. and fuckery for yeah. y'all. What do you think? Tell us what you think. Yeah. I want to know if people are assholes. Yeah. We've already determined, We've but determined. I want to know if you agree. Yeah. Or, do you guys disagree with us? Yeah. You're wrong. You, yeah. But... but. Mm. But less. and let us know if you want us to just rant about something for an hour because I can totally do we that. can do that yeah one hundred percent I do it all the time <laughs> unrecorded Shannon got here at six we started recording at six forty yeah so I guess <laughs> we can do it yeah so yeah give us give us some suggestions yeah. follow us on TikTok mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram do all the things yeah and uh, we love you yeah we hope you had a good time have a good day <laughs> it's, no it's have a good time have a good time have a good time. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Let us know what you think by leaving a comment or sending us an email at bmoviebashpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our episodes on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple, Amazon Music, and Audible. Or you can find the video versions on our YouTube channel. If you want to support the podcast, you can find our coffee link on our anchor page. Make sure to like, subscribe, and tell your friends.